0: There's some positivity in the cattle industry as the cattle markets have shown some steady improvement over the last few months. Anne Wasco is a cattle market analyst with Gateway Livestock. She says cattle markets have turned the corner and are getting better with supplies tightening, cattle feeders getting more current and cattle on feed numbers down.
1: Cattle prices are coming up. The fed cattle market's kind of leading the way Um, Averaging up over 180 last week, and that's the first time we've seen uh, that kind of an average price in in Western Canada for fat cattle since 2015, and and therefore, then now feeder cattle and calf prices also following suit too.
0: She notes the slaughter cow market has been super strong this year as well.
1: She'd call the average probably close to forty dollars a hundred higher than last year. You know, it's still hovering in the you know 113 to 115 area on the on the D2 average. And again, the highest uh, slaughter cow price we've seen for this time of year since 2015.
0: Wasco says we continue to see those drier conditions, including down into the U.S. where their cow kill is up 14%, but hasn't impacted their prices yet, which shows the demand for hamburger. The Bank of Canada announcing this week an increase to its policy interest rate of 75 basis points to 3.25% as it continues to address inflation. FCC's Chief Economist J.P. Gervais talks about the impact on farmers.
2: Well, higher interest expenses actually has an impact on margins. I think the good news is that the demand for what we grow is still very robust, both domestically as well as globally. Uh, we've had to deal with elevated input costs. Costs have been coming down a little bit now, uh, but so have commodity prices. I think margins remain positive for and oil seeds. I think that. The fact that feed prices have declined a little bit brings a little bit of relief to livestock producers. So overall, margins are projected to be positive for the next, for this this coming marketing year. But uh, no doubt that higher interest expenses are going to be impacting margins and perhaps as well slowing the demand for farmland down the road.
0: He notes the demand for farmland could be slowed by this week's Bank of Canada interest rate increase.
2: A lot of transactions in the farmland market that we're seeing right now are based off decisions that were even made prior to the rate increases that we've seen. Um, so we're not expecting to see that in the data just yet. But maybe down the road in 2023 we see a little bit of a weaker demand for farmland, fewer transactions. And that slows down a little bit the demand, which is which has been very, very strong in the last in the last few years.
0: And farmers are making good progress with the harvest. This week's crop report showing 42% of the provincial crop is in the bin, 83% of that is done in the southwest, 61% in the west-central area, 33 in the southeast, 28 in the northwest, 27% in the east-central, and 21 in the northeast. Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers. Winter cereals are very close to being done. Uh, 96% of the winter wheat and 84% of the fall rye have been harvested so far. Uh, So those will be wrapped up in probably about a week or so. Uh, 91% of lentils and field peas have been combined, 70% of durum, 52% of barley, 40% of spring wheat, and 22% of the canola has also been combined. He notes the estimated crop yield estimates are 43 bushels an acre for hard red spring wheat, 30 bushels an acre for Durham, 34 for canola, 34 for field peas, and 1,174 pounds per acre for lentils. Crop yields in the southwest and west-central areas are significantly lower than the provincial averages due to the hot-dry conditions during the growing season. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler.